A hypothetical question each week with me, Graham, and Jake. Hello, Jake. Hi, Graham. Right, how's it going? Oh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So you have a hypothetical question, and I have okay. a hypothetical question. And so. we shall discuss them at length and see what we come up with. We're not looking for um, answers. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> yeah, looking for answers. I have no answers. <laughs> but we're just dealing with some hypotheticals. Exactly. Uh, Yes. So, Jake, tell me, what is your hypothetical question each week this week? Each week last week? Love it. Right. Well, this week, my hypothetical question, this week of each week, is how far is the mayor and Jaws willing to go to keep the beaches open? Oh, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Particularly at this time when nothing's open. Yeah, nothing's open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's actually um, an agreement with Trump at the moment, where he's refusing oh. to believe that the virus exists. Oh yeah, and he, he is keeping the beach open. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so it's a good analogy. I had heard that um, Boris Johnson had said that the real hero of Jaws isn't Brody, it's. Mayor Larry Vaughan. Did you know he was called Larry Vaughan? Yes, I did. I, did. I looked that up. <laughs> yeah. Research on the mayor. Larry he, kept, he kept the beaches open despite fatal shark attacks. I actually believe that at the time when Brody, Brody approaches him first and there's only been like one shark attack. And to be fair, right, if there was one shark attack, yes, you would go, if it oh, was you would go oh, one. Son, yeah. yeah. Just, you, one, you, just one. You go, well, hopefully that's a one-off. Let's keep the beach open. Yeah. But I think when he approaches him, there's been four deaths <laughs> and there was a full banana boat incident where people got torn to shreds on a banana boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, you would maybe question yourself for being... Yeah, Larry let's Vaughan, keep the beaches open. Larry Vaughan pressed on. Is the Ryman slang? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I believe so. Did you know um, that, like, in if you looked at Jaws, the, the films in like a story arc, like uh-huh. that they all continue from one to the next. You've got the first one with Brody and the mares in it, and you've got the second one, and then the third one is set in Sea World or something like that. So it's not yeah. at the, not at the beach. And then the fourth one, the one with Michael Caine, is back at the beach, and it's got, isn't it Brody's wife? That's oh yeah, no. So the interesting thing about the the fourth one is, um, it's called Jaws: The Revenge. Mm-hmm. I would say it's an Oscar film. To be fair, they start off at Amity Bay, right? Um, I believe the mayor's. Uh, no, I believe um, they rat him out. He's not in it. Yeah, Brody died. They write him out of it. And there's a yeah. shark attack where another one of his sons dies on the boat. Oh, yeah. Or he dies in the boat at the start. So then his wife and his children 
fly to the Bahamas. And the actual story goes that the shark that kills his son follows them from uh, Amity Bay all the way to the Bahamas. <laughs> There's an interesting thing here because, as you mentioned, the mayor's not in the fourth film. Right, but yeah. in this in the storyline, right, if you call it what if you want to call it the, the Jaws universe, so to speak, the Jaws so, cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. The Larry Vaughan, right? Uh-huh. Uh, his character died. The, the 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 character of the mayor is supposed to have died after what happens in Jaws two, and before the events in Jaws: The Revenge. So, he the character itself is supposed to have died there. Now, the circumstances of the character's death are not explained, but his okay. absence coincides with the death of the actor who played him. All <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. that's awfully convenient. <laughs> Which I thought I think was that's great. the best way to write him out, to be fair. Should we put him in the fourth one? No, the guy who plays him dead. All right, well, let's just write him out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So I've... so let's hear let's hear a a reason why from yourself. Right. Okay. So my first reason why I think he was wanting to keep the beaches open. Right. That's what he was going on about his re-election campaign throughout the first film. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep the beaches open so it can keep everyone happy, so that he can win his election. That is it. Just for that? Be... Is it just for that? Is there is there not some big like celebration or something coming up? Or oh, is yeah, it simply is. for his election? I th- I think there's a celebration coming up as well. Um, but anyway, that's not important. No. The main thing is that it's all to do with his election, right? And I actually think the mayor doesn't want to be mayor. <laughs> I think the reason why he's getting everyone to be killed in the, in the sea <laughs> is to he's throw a cunning the election vote. plan. <laughs> yes, I think he's trying to throw the vote. <laughs> I How don't best. think Mayor Larry Vaughan has ever wanted to be mayor. How best can I, I get out of this re-election? <laughs> I believe the Vaughans have been mayor of Am- uh, mayors of Am- Amity Bay for several years. And I believe it's a tradition. Like in Back to the Future down. where it's the same mayor's family? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly that. <laughs> And he wants out, and he's been trying to like come up with stupid ways to get himself not elected. He's a very sure of himself person, but he doesn't want to embarrass himself. And the last thing he wants to do is to just step out of the race, because a man of Larry Vaughan's stature, shall we say, mm-hmm. does not want to be seen as a loser. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's kind of like, oh no, another sh- oh no, a shark. Oh no, oh. a shark. <laughs> no. It's almost Don't that he's in like, in like cahoots with the shark. Yeah. Is, is yeah. cahoots a, a Scottish word? Sounds cahoots. Scottish. Mm. 
Gootsman. You know I'm going to take you said because you're 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 in Glasgow. You said. So if I say Gootz, yeah, does sound kind of Scottish. So he could have been. You're just trying to pass off your words onto us. Gootz is a silly word. The <laughs> Scots can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I did think he he could have been that that sort of ties in with what you're saying that he's um he, he and the shark have got a scam going and there's maybe a big soggy bag of brown money left under a pier. <laughs> the shark goes and buys shark stuff with it. Um, well, if we, he's bribing the shark, is that maybe how the, the wrong shark shows up? Remember, fishermen go out midway through the film and they catch another <clears> shark that's not Jaws. It's just another shark. I've always thought how ironic it was that the shark, the shark's name is Jaws and he eats people. Oh, no, the shark's name is Bruce. Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen it. It's yeah. universal. Yeah, Bruce. <laughs> you can put your head in it. Yeah, you can. Not I've anymore. Tra- no. Train. train to Hogwarts, because apparently that's better than a shark. Times are changing. I did write okay, down some of the reasons that... <laughs> I did write down some of the reasons that beaches actually close. Uh, the top five most common ones in the world. You won't be surprised okay. to learn that shark attack is not one of them. Is it not? So what's um, no. the top five reasons for the beach to be shut? So just general pollution, mostly human waste. Uh, so what's salmonella. shitting in the ocean at once? Yeah, salmonella. <laughs> okay, that is, seems fair. Um, storm drain overflowing. So big, to me, that sounds like point one again, but... Yeah, storm drains pouring into the sea, and norovirus. And I'm not kind of sure what norovirus is, but these days I think kind of virus is big news. Yeah. What about jellyfish? Like you no. know when like the shore Never. comes in and all the jellyfish have got caught up in it, and then they just all... end up landing on the sand. But there's like hundreds of jellyfish. <clears throat> the beaches here get keep... jellyfish really bad. Yeah. Really bad jellyfish. They like hold you up and take your money. Yeah, give me all your money or I'll sting you. <laughs> Apparently, they can sting you after they've been washed up. So, yeah, yeah, they can still sting you. So, like, mm-hmm. if you had to go over and like kick it with your foot, you would still get stung. Yeah. Also, do you know that peeing on it isn't actually something that you're meant to do? It always sounded like a made-up joke thing. Yeah, like, like any water. Like any mm-hmm. clean water. So if you had a bottle of water, you'd better pour that on it than you are peeing on it. Oh. Or you could just put your foot in the sea. Would that suffice? Well, that's I don't salt know, water. Salt, salt water. Salt water is meant to be good for winds. <laughs> yeah, but a jellyfish is a sting. It's not a wind. Mm, I don't know. It also made me think about how far, uh, you know, he was willing to go, how far other people are willing to go uh, to get the things they want. It made me think um, how far, as I say, he's willing to go to get what they want. Like, you know, you know, meatloaf. 
What the the singer? Bat the singer. Bat out of hell, man. Yeah. Like yeah. even Meatloaf had something he wouldn't do in that song. He would do and for but he wouldn't do that. Presumably that was he wouldn't keep the beaches closed. <laughs> I like how you've tied the music into this Mm -hmm. because not going to lie for your question I worked out a way to tie music into it so and and Malin, no it's a good one it's a good one that'll be the big laugh of this not that anybody's listening yeah no no No. hi mum my wife's downstairs and she's not even listening by accident. That's great. That's great. Fantastic. Our viewership is high. Right. So, um, also, on the other side of it, how far is he willing to go to keep the beaches open? Mm-hmm. I thought not far enough. Mm. Right? So, he's already said to Sheriff Brody, he's like, dah, who cares? There's a big celebration coming in. The news people are already coming down for this celebration to get people there. It's the height of summer and he doesn't care at all. He's blatantly covering it up. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, speaking of the other fish, the other shark that was there, I think he bought that shark from an aquarium. Oh, and gave had it, it to him on a boat, <laughs> and that's why when they cut it open, it's filled with random stuff. It's got, um, it, it doesn't have the body parts in it. Isn't that what it is? It doesn't what get... the body parts, but I think Richard Dreyfuss's character keeps going on about how it's not the right shark because its his biting capacity isn't quite right or something like that. I, I once found a shark's tooth in the back garden and I was digging around and I found it and, and you could tell it was a, you know, tooth shape, but, you know, and I showed it at, at school and stuff and Oh, let's see your shark's tooth. Turns out it's just a, a really weird looking stone in the end. Obviously, there wouldn't be a shark's tooth <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the back that. garden, you know, in Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think there would be. In, but, yeah, it took a while to realise that, no, that can't be a shark's tooth, despite, despite its appearance. <laughs> I was beginning to think there that you've maybe, like, somewhere in Ireland where you've been digging in your back garden, that was somebody's pet cemetery. And oh, you're just yes. digging up with the animal. No, part. that could... Oh, that never occurred to me. That could have been. Still, it was a good so summer. if you have any pets, you need to take them back there and bury them so that they'll come back to life. Um, I read this thing about a uh, shark while looking into this and 
in 2012, which admittedly is 45 years after the events in Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor, I believe, for this to have occurred, the mayor, using his wealth and power, decided to get himself cryogenically frozen at the same time as Walt Disney. And he's unfrozen himself just for the shark attack story. Go on. Yeah, um, there's a story of a guy who was lost at sea for 15 weeks and he claims that a shark guided him back to uh, the land. Uh, therefore, presenting an argument that not all sharks are bad. <laughs> not all sharks are bad. But they're not. They're just, they're just sharks. They're not inherently good or bad. They're just doing what they do. And we get in their way. That, that's really the issue. But if you go by that story, the mayor could have thought, how far is he willing to go? Well, it's an animal. It's not neither good nor bad. Presenting an argument that, you know, it, we're getting in its way. You know, we'll take the risk. And I don't know how many people do die in that film. Quite a lot before they really do anything about it. I think it's like four or five before, because there's quite a lot of Sheriff Brody going, get out the water, get out the water. So really... Do you know that bit in the Mm. 1960s Batman movie where he's trying to get rid of the bomb and he keeps running around? Yes, and and then he throws it. Oh, there's nuns, oh, there's ducks, oh, there's people, oh, there's children. And then he's like, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Like, in that scene where Brody's like, get out the water, nobody listens to him. Well, no, and he's not using a a megaphone. He's just shouting in the (laughs) wind. He's just shouting. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not until, like, the sea starts turning red that people actually start running out the water. And it would just be good if he turned to the camera like in Batman 66 and went, some days you just can't get people out of the sea. Interesting you bring that up because there's a bit in that film where he's attacked by a shark and he's getting into a helicopter over the sea and there's a shark on his leg. (laughs) Do you remember? And he he sprays bat shark Shark repellent repellent. on it. Never leave the cave without it, he says. Yeah. And, and that, for me, is when I left the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that would, that would have solved the problems. So what we've established is no matter what the mayor wants to do, they should be buying a bottle of... Um, what's it called? The... Shark repellent? Oh, the shark repellent bat spray. And they should be keeping that at Amity Bay. Yeah, if he'd given that out to everybody, going, there's a shark, but by the way, here's a can of spray. (laughs) Yeah. You'd have been fine. You'd have went, oh, thanks for your advice. I'll take my chances. (laughs) I know we're not looking to agree on this, but I think that's a great opportunity for us to agree that that's the best idea possible. Yeah, I am starting to think that I wish he had gone further to keep it open 
and prolong the events of Jaws being captured. Just, oh, no, no, here's some spray. And, oh, no, it's only jellyfish that sting you. <laughs> it's just You're a big jellyfish. Out my leg. <laughs> <laughs> jellyfish, what they like these days. Oh, I've lost my leg. Are you sure you had it before you went in there? I can't remember. <laughs> you said you ran in to the sea. I I firmly remember you limping into the sea. <laughs> okay, Graham. So that's my question. So what's your hypothetical question of the week? <clears throat> Uh, mine is, how long could a real Batman keep his identity secret for? Um, okay. So I've often thought, you know, that Batman is a more realistic hero, uh, superhero. You know, he doesn't really have any superpowers uh, as such. Um, and yet it is also unlikely he would remain <laughs> undetected for as long as he has. Um, so my question is, how long can a real Batman keep his identity secret for? I've made a few notes. Okay. Uh, note one says, car tax. Car tax. Yeah. Well, so, it does have a Batmobile. So it, they don't have like car tax as such in America. They, they do an annual registration fee and a, a yearly inspection but presumably with that, if we're talking about in a real Batman, he would need to take that basically to an MOT as Bruce Wayne. Hmm. Uh, thus, thus giving away his identity. Let's do a role play, okay? I'll right, be... I'm going to stop uh, you there. Right? No. Okay, just before we get into the role play, do you remember in the film... Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Batman has a bat credit card with the name Batman on it. Yeah. I choose to ignore those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. If we're ignoring continuity, that's fine. But, um, right, okay, we'll do the role play. Who am I yeah. playing? I'll be the car mechanic. And you be Bruce Wayne, who's brought the Batmobile for its service. Ready? All right. All yeah. Right. Can I help you? Um, hi there, my good fellow. I have just bought this replica of the Batmobile, and I'm looking to uh, get it serviced. That must have cost you a fortune. You must be a billionaire. Um, <laughs> therefore, you must be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So there's an estimated <clears throat> two thousand and eight hundred and twenty-five billionaires in the world. Okay. Right. That's not that big a list. Well, you wouldn't expect it to be that big no. a list, but yeah. No, when you consider that there's seven point eight billion people in the world. Yeah. Two thousand eight hundred and twenty-five of them are billionaires, and none of them are crime-fighting vigilantes because someone would go, oh, that's Bill Gates. (laughs) (coughs) 
He's the only one who could afford that. (laughs) He's the only one who could afford that in the area. But you look at Bill Gates and you go, there's no way that that man could be a crime fighter. Whereas... Yeah, but that's a a good disguise, isn't it? Because what you want is people to second guess. You know? That's true. If we carry on with these, like Gotham's modeled on New York City, right? So again, mm-hmm. we have to be realistic. So New, New York City's population is around 9 million. Mm-hmm. And there's 105 billionaires currently in New York City. Mm-hmm. So let's make it like 106. If we include Bruce Wayne, in, right? there's 106 billionaires in New York City. And I put it to you that of 9 million people, Nine million people in New York City. Eight million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand eight hundred and ninety-four of them could not afford to own a Batwing. <laughs> what say to that? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> What's the level of research that you've put in? Right. There obviously needs to be an investigative team in order to look into this. Because a general beat cop's not going to be able to just go around, chop every billionaire's door, climb over the high security fences to have a chat with them to see who is vaguely suspicious that could be Batman. Right? So I put this to you, Graham. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the show CSI? If I say no, will it wreck this bit? <laughs> no. But see, yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so in the show CSI, you always watch the show and never really can you work out who the bad guy is. No, but then it's that's the point, like isn't Columbo, it? It's not Columbo where you know the entire time. Uh, he knows the whole time, basically. <laughs> he knows the whole time because he just harasses them. <laughs> anybody could work out who Batman was. It's Columbo. He'd just be <laughs> hanging around in the back of going, ah, <laughs> oh, gee, sir, my wife's such a fan. <laughs> what that uh, do? <laughs> one more thing, one more thing. <laughs> who taxes your vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Columbo could not do it alone. For there would need to be a CSI division of Gotham, so it would be CSI Gotham City. Now, I've done a wee bit of digging into CSI work, not the work, the the TV show. Uh-huh. And every CSI show has a theme tune by the Who. Oh. Right? Yes. So I was looking for the the Hughes. The Who's. I love the Hughes. (laughs) They're so good. My favorite favorite Hughes song is Who Are You? (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) So we're all. They're all done by the Who. Um, 
So I had a wee look through his discography to find out what would be the best song. Now, are you aware of the song by The Who called You Better, You Bet? Oh, yes. I believe that is the theme tune for Gotham City CSI. Uh, yeah, I've done a lot of work into that. You um, better, no, you better, you better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe they should just change it to you better, you bat. You bat. You bat. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not far off at all. <laughs> you better, you bat. No? It could anyway, work. It could work. Um, now, I believe no matter how good Batman is, he's going to leave DNA somewhere. Like, the way he talks, you see him blatantly spitting on people's faces. I don't know, and now with COVID, you can't be doing that. <coughs> yeah, he'd be coughing and he'd be wearing a mask. <laughs> and that's like the one part of his face that he shows is his mouth, but it would just be his eyes. He'd be muffled the entire time. Where's the Joker? <laughs> what did you say? Where's the Joker? Be like um, a Batman version of being. Yeah. There's exactly. also ways that there's also ways that it could work though. Right. You know, that's the question: is could it really work in the real world? And if you had no immediate family or friends or relationships who would disclose your identity or, you know, to be used against you, then, so essentially you'd have to be completely on your own. You'd have to, you'd have to kill Alfred is the first thing you'd have to do because once somebody knows, that's it. So, so you don't think Alfred's reliable? Not in the, not in the, the real world. Right. Because if if you know that I am Batman, then eventually somebody will beat it out of you. You know? Yeah. You'll go, oh, it is, it's grim, it's grim, no, no, okay. <laughs> it's grim, <laughs> not Rhode Island. Go get him. <laughs> but that means you can have no family or friends connection. You can't have anything, yeah. In... If you want it to really, really work, you have to have none of that. You have to completely separate yourself from anybody. Because in the films, you'll see him getting like a love interest. That can't work. It's not not the same. Because they'll find they'll find find out about you. They always do. They always find out about you. Yeah. So he's always like copping off with a news reporter, Vicky Vale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like. Let's date that someone like, who won't reve- re- reveal my identity. Someone in the media. That, <laughs> if you were Batman and you were dating a reporter, is that the equivalent of a danger wank? Yeah, can't be, can't be dating reporters. He should be going, yeah. going out with a doctor because he gets injured a lot. 
and just say, oh. Yeah, but then the doctor's going to start asking questions. What are you going to say? I'm spelunking all the time. Um, when I was about 12 or 13, I decided to become Batman in a controlled experiment. Okay. <laughs> a controlled experiment? <laughs> yeah, for this very moment. Uh, okay. So I became Batman in my lower middle class neighborhood. Right. I made a, and I made a mask out of a black gym bag. And I wore, right. a, I wore a black woolly jumper. I wore black woolly gloves. And the outfit was mostly wool, <laughs> black jeans. Was that during the famine? <laughs> and I had a bat cave. That was the garage, uh, and you got into it through a hole in the hedge. Um, and um, the giveaway to my identity is threefold. I'll show you why. Number one, okay. I shouldn't really have used my own bicycle as a means of transport. Yeah, that's a giveaway. Cycling up your driveway of your parents' house and hastily open the garage door tends to tell people where your bat cave is. <laughs> and bin bags are not also, sufficient. Also, was it was it your gym bag used as your black mask? By yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> so whenever Mister Anderson was in PE. Everyone would be like, is that Batman's cowl? And you'd be like, no, it's just my gym bag. I'm just wearing a gym bag on my head. <laughs> so really the control experiment shows that without billionaires backing, it's very easy to be identified. Which is my point. So unless you have the money, you know, you can't do it. But his secret identity, you know, whilst it's not perfect, it's not the worst use of identities and trying to be discreet. Do you know who the worst is? Who's? James Bond. The most conspicuous spy ever. Dresses like a spy. Goes to Tesco's dressed like a spy. Has no qualms about telling everyone that he's a spy. Who the fuck he is? I'm Bond, James Bond spy. You remember those... (laughs) Do you remember those um, Salisbury poisonings, the Russian poisonings? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't did you see any footage of them running around in tuxedos and driving Aston Martins and trying <laughs> no. to shag the victims' girlfriends and partners? Bond is <laughs> the wrong use of a secret identity. My favorite bit, like in pretty much all James Bond films, and they don't do this so much with Daniel Craig, but they did this all the way from Sean Connery all the way through to Pierce Brosnan. Bond could get lost and get washed up in an island, and they can walk in to a hotel, and the manager of the hotel always runs out and goes, Ah, Mr Bond, pleasure to see you again. We shall get you the finest room in the hotel. No questions asked. Every hotel manager in the world knows who James Bond is. If he's meant to be spying on someone, you'd be as well as staying in the Hilton because the manager's just going to (laughs) say, by the way... Have you James got a, is staying the night. Have you got a James Bond staying here? Yeah, floor six. 
Let's hear some more thoughts on your on my Batman question from you. Right. Okay. So I think in all fairness he could get away with it. Right? When you are a billionaire, when someone finds out you're Batman, you have the potential to outbid someone to make them stay quiet. Mm, that's true. Than what a news reporter or whatever would be able to pay you in order to break that scoop. Yeah. So obviously whenever somebody finds out that he's Batman, it would need to be kept in the down low. Yeah, no, I but agree what very I much. Don't un- what I don't understand is when all the cr- criminals work out that he's Bruce Wayne, how does nobody ever say anything? <laughs> By the way, I'd just be saying it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I know Bruce Wayne's bad man. You'd just be going on the news and saying it and bringing up the papers every day, <laughs> ringing, up, yeah. ringing up OK <laughs> Magazine. I've got a story. Yeah. You'd probably not be able to get into like a decent print. It would probably be like one of those women's magazines that you get with all like the wife's tales in them. Oh yeah. So like you know when it's like <laughs> on the front page it's like my brother's boyfriend's sister lived in a shoebox for four years. Yeah. And like Oh, that sounds like a little <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I married a man and he became an elf and then stabbed me in the face. <laughs> but I got better. You're right, though. Money is... Like, money is the only way this could work. Money is, is his power, so to speak. Power. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's the best way of concealing his identity. However, instead of buying, like, Batmobiles and bat wings and bat shark repellent and all the rest of it. He should use his money to financially cripple the bad guys. So, like, invest in whatever it is they're doing and totally bankrupt <laughs> them. And uh, he would never need to dress up as Batman. He could just use his money to financially harm anybody else. A Batman so without cash fails, therefore a bad try. guy without cash fails. So you think Batman should try and pull a trade in places on every bad guy in Gotham City? Pretty much. He should just do a Wolf of Wall Street and... <laughs> just buy up all their stock. Yeah. Like, just, like he could make the Joker homeless. He just needs to find out where he lives and buy up the street. And keep buying every street that he moves to until he's got nowhere to live. (laughs) He could, like, Penguin, he's called Penguin, you know, as a point of ridicule, you know, because of his deformity and stuff. He could just pay for him to be fixed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of these people do just need He's medical just... treatment. <laughs> He's just got a gammy if leg. Anything, if anything, right? He's, Bruce Wayne's dad was a doctor. 
and he was going to fix Gotham, right? If we if we look at this, the Riddler, clinically insane, right? If he had a therapist, I'm sure he would be okay. He just needs Harley a Quinn, a Sudoku book Trump. or something. <laughs> yeah. Just buy him the morning paper and they can do all the cryptic crosswords. Oh, I hate cryptic crosswords. They, they, I mean, I know they're supposed to be cryptic, but it's like the bathroom window is left, but not always blue. And the, and the answer is like steamboat or something. <laughs> Hit them. It's a steamboat. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, the window on the steamboat. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, but I haven't really brought that into this in any way. Yeah, that's true. So, like, obviously he's a detective, and detectives are notorious for, like, obviously hiding stuff at the crime scene to, like, get it their way to bring in somebody who they think is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, planting evidence just so they get their way. How often do you think Batman has just planted evidence because he can't be bothered with Commissioner Gordon and he's got a hot date with Vicky Vale? Well, again, this comes down to money because if he... <clears throat> If you actually use the money that he had to influence <coughs> uh, government and the police, I mean, the <laughs> the sentences those bad guys get are ridiculous. They're out in no time. He should be he should be in force and stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he, he, last time you put him in for like a week, and then like in this <laughs> in the series, he was back four weeks later. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but then the bad guys do you know they hire goons as they call them so there is employment gainful employment that's true do you think the goons get paid I'm not sure I've thought about it that much did you you ever watch a series on YouTube called um what happens if you microwave that? You could not keep that identity quiet for long. Not in the modern age with camera phones. <laughs> no, no, it'd be found out right away. Mm-hmm. You must like, have, you must have they... a petrol pump in the back here. Yeah, he must do. Must do. Mm. There's no way he's like just stopping off. Outside a shell garage, filling <laughs> up his, filling up the Batmobile, With and the... then he's doing it in the dead of night, so the shop bits never open. So he's got to go up to that stupid window, we'll you know the, the one with the wee tray, and he'll be like, "Oh, can I pay?" And then he'll look about, and he'll be like, "Oh, can I get some revels?" And then the wee woman is to walk around. Get his rivals and then walk back, and then he's got to pay with his back credit card. Back to the credit card, which would have solved all these problems if you had said that that was canon, canon at the start of that story. 
Well, I think we've we've basically cleared up those two very important questions. Absolutely, and I feel that if our audience members stick in for next week, fingers crossed, we'll be able to find out even more questions. Yes, that's uh, potentially one from Labyrinth. Let's do that. Let's let's have a second go at this. It's been fun. You're in Glasgow. I'm in Belfast. Um, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank you.